0: Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Water or Wine Time with Megan Weaver. Love, life, and entertainment. I have the wonderful, beautiful, talented friend of mine, KJ, who's looking at me like, what? (laughs) Type of intro is that. And I'm saying all these things because they are true about you. And as we are, of course, we start this time, Water or Wine Time, we have to choose Water or wine, and KJ chose water today. Water. But because I want to have a twist with wine, we're drinking out of wine glasses. <laughs> so, cheers, cheers to water! <laughs> all right, uh, if you could just say hey to everybody listening on the podcast, and I don't know, say a little something about yourself.
1: Something about okay, I got to come over here all the time if you're going to give me that kind of intro. I just boosted my self-esteem like four yes. points. Um yeah, so my name is KJ Smith and I am from Tallahassee, Florida, and I'm an actress in Los Angeles, California. Um most recently, I had a little supporting role in the new Whitney movie on Lifetime. And um I have a couple commercials going right now and uh oh, I have my own show with my best friend called Cheap Chicks. Which is on the Black and Sexy Network. So you can find us there. We give cheap chick. Wait, hold on. How is it cheap <laughs> tricks for the everyday modern cheap chick. Um,
0: it's like, can you say that five times fast? No, ago. absolutely. I'm like, but wait, it's your show. Like, you're like, it's cheap chick. Chi- chicks are cheap. That.
1: We always do that. Like between her and I, we're always like, wait, cheap chick, 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 chick. Like, it's just, it's really weird. Anyway, but uh, we just had the pleasure of working with the 99-Cent Stores of L.A., and we'll be working with them again, which that was really exciting, and um, if you watch stars at all, you'll see me on Survivor's Remorse. I was on the second episode. Woo-woo! Woo-woo! <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully there's more to tell you about later. Of
0: future. course, of course. Actually, we're going to talk about all these other things at the towards the end, but I'd love to hear all these things that's going on in your life, professionally. Mm-hmm. And I love the little connection with the dollar store, the 99 cent store. So if you need a hookup, contact KJ. So she will get your 99 cent products for 50 cents, right? So
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do not not contact me if you want a half off discount.
0: (laughs) I'm just saying, if you're partnering up with them, maybe you have the hookup. Maybe you're the go-to person when I need some plates. If I need some plates, some extra cups, or if I'm having a party because, you know, they have decorations yeah, at the 99 cent absolutely.
1: store. And we, if you follow us on Instagram, we will tell you how to do everything, like, for less. So whatever you you have going on, we have the ticket to how to do it for at least half of what you would usually pay. Because living out here in L.A. is not cheap, and we, both of us, the reason why we started it is because it was really, really hard, and so we had to reuse and recycle um, things that we would use for the kitchen for our hair, or things that we would use for, you know, the bathroom for the carpets, so uh, that's how we we, uh, came up with the idea, and so far it's been going pretty strong, so... I'm definitely the hookup person if you need some tips on how to use your peroxide or your alcohol or whatever, or your wine. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I like that. She said wine. And I think that can be, re- I mean, that's relevant to anybody. You know, the middle America mom, you know, super millionaire rich person or the average middle class is always looking to say, I know I'm trying to look and save cut corners and do things a little bit better and. Cheaper than just buying the most expensive products. I think a lot of people buy the expensive products for everything mm-hmm. because they think it's it's better mm-hmm. because it's more expensive. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily, you can Absolutely. still do stuff without spending a million dollars. So go ahead and just shout that out. Another, just shout it out
1: again. Absolutely. No, I I agree with you completely. And 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 just to piggyback off that is, I don't think there's nothing anything wrong with getting the brands, the name brands, but mm-hmm. If you're going to get the name brands, get them when they're half off. Get them when, you know, and we we definitely shout out um, certain, like, for instance, uh, Yogurtland is having free yogurt on Monday. So uh, on February 2nd, whatever day that is. But um, I think it's a Monday. Mm
0: -hmm. But we
1: definitely shout out um, Shea Shea Products is half off at Walgreens until January 23rd. So, like, little things like that, like, you know, (laughs) get the name brands. That's fine. But get them when it's half off. I'm gonna go to the grocery store tonight. As a matter of fact, and get some uh, turkey burger because it's half off. Like Mm. you know, and I'm gonna get a lot of it so that when it comes off sale, I'm still fine. So I just you know, I I I I have expensive tastes. There are habits that I have that I like to support, and I don't want to go to waste on the petty frivolous things in my life, like toothpaste or, you know, a hair care product. You know, when I could be spending my money on experiences, those are the things that I choose to spend my money on because life is short, you know? So, I want experience, you know. Mm-hmm. So, those are the memories that I create. I'm not going to remember the, you know, uh, you know, you go to Sally's and you see like a, you know, a $20 hair shampoo bottle and I'm like, "What?" Uh-uh. <laughs> like, "Uh." Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I can go to dinner. I can take myself out, take my boyfriend out, you know, mm-hmm. for that, you know, for that kind of money, you know, so no, I don't play that. I don't play those kinds of games.
0: And a $20 shampoo bottle, I have a lot of hair. And you, girl, so <laughs> it'll be gone. a $20 shampoo bottle is going to be <laughs> roughly $40 a month, mm-hmm. you know, depending on the size of the bottle. Mm-hmm. Cause people, I mean, I have to go through a lot of hair yeah. and I'm like, I might just use a small corner and just say, oh, that part's clean for $20, but the rest of it, <laughs> Woo! If I'm just going to be dirty. It. People pay it.
1: That's the crazy thing about it, you know. Well, it's not crazy to them. And you know, and the thing is, like, people are like, "Oh, well, you know," um, but I can afford it. That's not the point. Like, keep mm-hmm. the money in the bank for when you get married or mm-hmm. when you, you know, like there are experiences that you want to have. That it'd be nice to have that that extra, you know, uh, fifty percent that you saved on this. It'd be nice. That stuff adds up, mm-hmm. you know. And you know, a lot of people. They don't, you know, we don't, we don't think like that. I, I would like to think that, you know, our generation, we're the microwave generation. We want it now, we want it quick. iPhone six is coming out. We gotta get the iPhone six right now. We gotta, you know, that's just how our generation thinks. And, you know, we're really trying to, to, to change, to change ideals and, you know, perspectives about how to look fabulous, how to be fabulous, and how to live a nice lifestyle without. Um, you know, breaking the bank, still having still having money in your account, you know, mm-hmm. and not like you know keeping up with the Joneses, but really, really living on a a budget, you know, and still experiencing life. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, we could do that. Hopefully, we can spread that message. I like that. I like that. <laughs> so, do you uh, are you frugal
0: when it comes to dating? I know you mentioned earlier a boyfriend, <laughs> and we were talking about him before we started the podcast, and I was like, but just wait. Save it for the podcast, because right now she said something really corny, but cute at the same time. I don't know what it is, but maybe it's everybody I'm talking to the podcast so far. is the second person that has something corny. And what did you just tell me before we got on the podcast?
1: I said that my boyfriend and I have our own IG page. It's dedicated to chronicling our relationship, So, which, which Megan and John are responsible for that, by the way, because we... Met at one of their parties on Fourth of July, one of their epic parties, which is, they're awesome. But um, we met at their party, so they're responsible. And yeah, he's the love of my life. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and we uh, we decided because we were just having the, we were just having a great time. And you know, I love pictures, I love video. You know, I've 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 produced several things on my own, and. I, you know, I was videotaping him and taking pictures and he's like, babe, he's kind of shy. He's like, babe, stop. And I was like, no, I like doing this. And I was like, and he was like, why don't you just, you know, start a page or something. And we just started an IG page. Cause I, you know, I want to share my moments. I, and it was too much to put on my own personal mm-hmm. page and too much. So I was just like, you know, I want to share it with the world. I want people to know, you know, when you find that special someone and, you know you want the world to know, and i it's been great. people have hit us up like, how do you do it? You guys look so happy wow. and it's, it's 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 been fun It's super corny, but I love it and i'm I'm definitely not ashamed of it, so yeah,
0: I think I should tell people if they're like, "You know you guys look so happy, how'd you do and I'll say, "I'll help you out <laughs> just uh <laughs> just come to one of our parties." <laughs> You know, me and my fiance, we'll figure that out. We'll we'll work it out for you. Just contact us. You guys
1: are going to be the official matchmakers, like, after this podcast. Yes. <laughs> It'll be, like, a bunch of single people showing up at your parties. Yeah. And I'm
0: like, <laughs> then I'll wonder, who are these people? Who is this? I've never seen this person before. And then I'll look, and, and then I'll say, oh, hey, Megan, I'm so-and-so, uh, Daisy May, 227. I listened to your podcast, and you said you're going to hook me up. And I'm like... <laughs> Okay, Daisy May, I will find you somebody. You are strange. You would do that. But I would help Daisy May you to find somebody. Shout I would. the people. Yeah, oh. I'm gonna help you out, Daisy. <laughs> if your name isn't Daisy, if you are Susan, if you are Linda, I don't know what your name is out there. But when you hear this podcast, I will help you. Oh, but I have to help you in L.A. I'm not flying right, to certain no. unless unless you're gonna pay for me to fly there no. and give me a day rate. And make sure I'm safe, because I don't know if you're crazy. So (laughs) then we'll do that. Then we'll be able to talk about it. It's
1: worth it. it. It's worth every dime. Yes. It's worth it every
0: dime. (laughs) So how do you find it able to balance your love life and your professional life? Do you feel like you have to consciously do it, or do you think it just happens? Or do you have to say, okay, let me, okay, I'm on set, I'm working on this, but I got to check in with him and make sure he's okay, or do we have certain times during the week, how do you do it? How do you balance it?
1: It is a effort. We well, we have date nights every Friday. We have.
0: So if you guys haven't noticed, I do have dogs. <laughs>
1: we ha- we have date nights every Friday. Um, so that's that's like that's set in stone. That's every Friday. I don't care if I get home at midnight. He, you know, we set aside time. If he gets home really late, we set aside time for each other. That's every Friday. But it's definitely a conscious decision. Like, I'm about to text him right now just because, you know, that's, you know, men need that too. You know, lots of times women are like, "Oh, I need to be romanced and I need this and I need that." But men, men need that too. So we definitely make a conscious effort to communicate, like, oh, I want to, you know, you were gone that day, I want to spend some time with you, you know, to, to make sure that we allot time for, for each other, to make each other feel special, and it's my goal, like, I try to surprise him with something every day, even if it's, even if it's small, you know, um, even if it's just picking up his favorite, like, protein bar at the gym, or, you know, or Mm -hmm. something like that, like, something there, he, he, like, today, I I was on set today, and I just brought him back something from set, like, is something nice and to let him know like I was thinking about you while I was there you know yeah I was gone and yeah I was working but I was thinking about you and he does little things for me all the time that that are really great I come home sometimes and he's like oh I'm really proud of you for this and he'll you know you know flowers and he's that kind of guy Mm -hmm. so um it's definitely a conscious decision though Mm -hmm. like we're not just like flying by the seat of our coattails and just kind of like You Mm -hmm. know, it's, it's, we, we, we go through the effort of making each other happy. For
0: sure. And I think you have to, when it's, when you're both working full time and it's not someone who works, one person who works full time and the other person is just lollygagging, you know, or maybe just stays at home and does nothing all day or maybe not nothing, but maybe they do the housework or, you know, doing other things. So they have more time in the day. Yeah. But you do have to make sure that you are conscious when you're both working. Yeah. And you have lives that you have to still exist on your own. I agree. But you have to make each other intertwine to be a part of it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like and I and I've expressed and it's also it's also about communication and knowing, you know, what 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 like For instance, he's not a texter, even when we first started dating. I was like, okay, this whole texting thing is not going to work. We're going to talk on the phone because you're Mm. the worst texter. But, you know, I think, like, um, there was one day when we after we had gotten serious and everything, and he he went a whole day without texting me, and I communicated that to him. I was like, that's not okay with me because – and I wasn't upset, but I was just like, I need to teach you how to treat me Mm. because – I don't want to end up resenting you. And then ultimately we'll break up. Like, it doesn't matter how much, you know, like I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. But I have to teach you how to treat me because Mm -hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't come, you know, you have to, to express things to your partner to let them know like, Oh, this makes me feel so special when you do this, when you rub my feet, you know, when I get home or, you know, when you do, it can be simple things. It could be like, Oh, when you make up the bed, you know, stuff like that. So, um, I definitely, you definitely have to communicate and express like, like, oh, yeah, you're okay with not texting me in a, you know, six hour time frame. Uh, No, 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 (laughs) no, that's not okay. Like, I need to know you were thinking about me, you know, and I, it it seems petty, you know, but that's what I need. And I know that about myself. And because I know that I can express that to you. Now, whether you want to do that or not, that's on you. Mm -hmm. but I suggest you do it if you want this to work out. If you want me to stay around,
0: you should probably continue to do this. If you want me to go, then you're not going to do this anymore. We've communicated that. Got it. Okay, okay. So we know, okay, you're in a great relationship now, but everyone has not been in a great relationship their entire lives. You've had bad dates. You've had bad relationships. You know, if you're an adult and you weren't, I don't know, well, those type of relationships that you don't have until you get married. Mm-hmm. We're not. Most people aren't like that. So, what is the worst date you have ever been on? Oh my god! Or maybe worst, you know, character trait in a relationship that you had that you know someone did some quirky thing and you're just like, whoa, well, that's that's not gonna cut it.
1: Oh my gosh. Um. You know what? Okay, this is the thing. I, I'm a I'm a talker. Like I love conversation, and I I ex- Oh my gosh. Okay, this is the worst date. <laughs> talk-
0: <laughs> I love how you into like. Okay, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Oh no, this oh dude was crazy. Oh my
1: god. Okay, so this guy and, and oh, I kind of cuz the industry is so small. <laughs> oh my god. I got to tell this story though. <laughs> okay, so this guy is like after after an already bad date, this guy is like I'm going to redeem myself. I'm going to redeem myself. No, I'm going to show you that, you know, this, you know, this is going to work out and blah 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 and this is when I was single and you know, I was, you know, I was just I was just entertaining and dating. I wasn't in a serious relationship obviously. And he was like, <clears throat> he was like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to wow you. I'm going to wow you. And I was like, okay, great. So, um, we, we go to, uh, a, a, I, I can't know where we're going. So we go to somewhere and we, there is water and a boat. And I'm like, I open my eyes and I'm like, are we going whale watching? And he's like, yeah. And I was like. I get seasick. Like, and he was like, "Are you serious?" I was like, "Yes, I get seasick." And he was like, "Well, just try. You know, maybe, you know, maybe he can teach you guys some techniques. I mean, teach you some techniques or whatever to, you know, help deal with it." And I was like, "He went through all this effort, and he was trying to redeem himself from a date before that was mm-hmm. awful." And so I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna do this." So for three hours, I was nauseous half asleep, it was the worst, and I just, my stomach was turned, it was just the worst, and we didn't see each other after that, I was like, nah, bruh, like, Mm. (laughs) you know, those are, but the thing is, we didn't, he didn't know me, and, and, you know, it's really nice when you want to wow a person, but you also have to kind of know a person to, to, because then your efforts kind of, and like I said, like, it was, the gesture was there, the thought was there, it was great, but ultimately, it, it just, it wasn't it wasn't for me. Like, that's kind of a question you may want to ask a person. Like, do you get seasick or like, I'm allergic to chocolate. And it's like,
0: oh, I have to say on that note, I feel bad for you. Yes. I, love chocolate. I, I love chocolate. If I was you, I would just have that Epi yes. and I would have it with me and have one once a week. Cause I have dark chocolate protein bars right, right. and they are good. They are, yeah. they are good. <laughs> And I don't know if it's bad for you to have an EpiPen shot once a week. I don't know if it backfires, if it's going to make your body messed up, grow an extra limb. I don't know. I would have to take that sacrifice. So I have to say, KJ, I am sorry that your body has rejected chocolate.
1: It has. It probably has rejected it because I eat it so much. But, you know, suppose someone was like, you know what, I'm going to send you a box of chocolates. The Mm -hmm. the effort is there. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. But, you know, it's kind of like – I can't eat this, but I will give it to someone else. You know, someone else who can appreciate it, or you could eat it. You know, but you know, it's it's really good to to kind of get to know the person before you you make you know a, a grand gesture, or at least know if they can appreciate the gesture that you're making. You know what I mean? Like if you you know look at my Twitter, or you look at my you know I don't know whatever, Twitter, Facebook or something. And you're like, oh, I know she likes theater, so I'm gonna surprise her with tickets to see Wicked or something mm-hmm. like that. Then that's a little bit different. Yeah.
0: If you do that, um, can you send two, please? <laughs> I also like theater, so send KJ t- tickets for. She might want to take her boyfriend. <laughs> do three. <laughs> I don't mind being a third wheel. Continue. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. So yeah,
1: those those were. I, I would say I, I've had in the. Because before, I was in a serious relationship before I met Tanith, who's my boyfriend now. Um, I was in a serious relationship for six years, and I was single for about two years after that. And so I, I went over, you know, and I had never been single before, like legitimately single before. So in those two years, I grew a lot. I grew so much, you know, just knowing who I am and what I want in a person and that's how I'm able to be like, oh, this is the one, you know, um, and, you know, he took he took the effort and did things differently from the the other guys that, you know, who I dated. Previously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, and I, I have had a bad date with Tana one time. Well, it wasn't really a date. It was like, I don't know. <laughs> it was really weird. He invited me to um, he's a manager. And he invited me to a, a meeting that he had with an agent friend. And the thing about Tandeth and I, we're t- completely opposite. Mm-hmm. So I'm socially, like, aware. And, you know, I I was in sales, so I know the art of the breakaway and the art of the introduction and the art. Like, I know, like, little things that I learned from school and just being, you know, in corporate America and all that stuff. But he's he's a little bit different. He's a military person. He, you know, he's very like, you know, straight to the point. Hey, Tana, this is what I do. This is how I can help you. This is, you know, he's very like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, Yeah. one, two, three, let's go. So (laughs) So okay, (laughs) we went to this meeting or this, you know, but it was like over cocktails, you know. We went to this place, this bar, and um, it it may have been like maybe our fourth date together. Things were just going so great. And then I was like, oh, that, this is, this, this is, okay, this is, this is, this is the deal breaker for me, so <laughs> why should we show up at this thing, and the agent is there, and he's there, and he, he's like, hey, this is my girl, or not my girlfriend, this is, this is my friend KJ, because we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend at that time, and, um, I drove to this thing, and <laughs> he, um, he was like, he's, he got into work mode, mm-hmm. and I had disappeared, <laughs> like I was no longer there. And I was like and I was I was nice because I'm very outspoken and assertive usually. I was like, "You know what? I'm going to eject myself from this situation and I left." And he called me and was like, "Where are you?" And I was like, "You're going to have to walk home." <laughs> so that was
0: Oh, so and you drove to the and date.
1: I, <laughs> I was like, "You going to have to walk home or Uber." And so that was the first that was the first bad date we had ever had. Everything else was just perfect, but You know, we talked about it, and he, and I had to realize that he's not, he is, uh, you know, he works really well, and when he gets in the zone, he's in the zone. Mm -hmm. So it was more like, oh, shoot, okay, this is work. He just wanted me to be there, you know, because he didn't want to be without me, if that Mm -hmm. makes any Mm -hmm, sense. mm -hmm. It was kind of like, I want you to come with me, but I am going to be working. You know, I don't know, I don't know if (laughs) that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I know what yeah, you mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. and I think that's going back to having that balance between work life and personal life, and you can still do that, mm-hmm. but yeah. know how you work mm-hmm. and know what environments that that can that you can do that mm-hmm. in. Now, granted, there are times I know John said when he goes to set or when he's shooting something, he wants me there, and that's great. I would love to be there, yeah. you know, and that's fine. And I we could work in that environment because we've done that before. Yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty sure this situation where I'm like, I don't want to be there right. or I don't need to be there right. or I don't care to do certain things. And we even went location scouting and I was like, oh, this is cool because he was wearing his producer hat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is an interesting element. Yeah. Now when he's editing, he edits from home. Yeah. I don't need to be sitting side by side right. watching the tape of you doing these cuts over and over. Right. I'll go in another room. We don't have to make that a date moment. You're, you're editing. That's fine. Edit. Do you. Right, I don't need to be up under you and having this conversation. And I don't think he wants that either. We've discussed that. So right. we haven't had that as a date. Right, right. We already know. But you have to know those certain things that you can and can't do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can include in mm-hmm. certain situations, but, you know, you would also don't want to bring your spouse or your other person inside of an audition room. Oh, gosh. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. You can't. Oh, no. It looks unprofessional. You can't. Oh, I have a reader with me. I've never heard that done, but for other, these actresses or actors who are out here that are lovey-dovey, be lovey-dovey. Don't. But don't bring your significant other inside an audition room. Let them stay in the car. Stay in the car. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. They can play <laughs> games on the they phone. Miss. You can yeah. Instagram. You can Snapchat. Let them do other stuff on the phone. But yeah, you have to know, mm-hmm. and now it's a story that you guys can talk yeah, absolutely,
1: about. Absolutely, absolutely. He hates it when I bring it up because that's really the only thing that you know ever you know went wrong, and and also it was it was a learning experience for, like you said, for both of us. Mm-hmm. You have to know when that when that's important and when it's not. And um, I was, you know, I had turned on my diva hat because I had been single for two years, so I was used to being like, oh, this ain't gonna work out. Bye, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I had to realize like. No, but I want this to work. I Mm -hmm. actually like this. And, you know, I'm going to put myself in his shoes. He's not like me. He's not... You know, I I obviously, I would have, and for me, I was like, oh, the obvious choice is to bring me in on the conversation and Mm -hmm. to, you know, start me, you know, I don't know, do something, you know, find some commonality between myself and the other person who's there, blah, 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 but that's not how everyone is, and the reason why I love him is because he's not like me, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. so I had to realize, like, that's just a learning lesson, and we can move forward, I just... We both won't put ourselves in that situation yeah. ever again. We,
0: you know what works and what doesn't <laughs> yeah. work, because now you can laugh about it and joke yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. But you have to do that. Or sometimes you either have that experience happen,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or you're able to talk about it and just stop mm-hmm. it from happening. Mm-hmm. And then you communicated and told him,
1: mm-hmm.
0: "I didn't like that."
1: Yeah,
0: and you move forward.
1: That, and I think that's the one thing about relationships that people have to realize, and and that's and that's something I had to learn because I have to, protect. in order to have a healthy relationship, you have to protect you mm-hmm. because, you know, <clears throat> people say my other half, my other half, which is great, but, you know, I, I'm whole and I need to make sure I stay that way. Mm-hmm. I can't be broken down by the little things that you do. So I have to, I have to check it just to let you know, like, no, this makes me feel this way. This, so, you know, in relationships, it's okay to be assertive. It's okay to communicate. I don't like this. I don't like when you do this, you know, and, and maybe they do that for a reason. And maybe I just didn't know what that reason was. And mm-hmm. then once you hear that reason, you're like, oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. You know what? When you break it down like that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, when you, when you, when you say that, then yeah, you're right. I'm just being emotional. Or, mm-hmm. oh, when you say that, you know, and they're there, but if I never put it out there, then I can never, you know, it just kind of like sits there and festers. And, those were the mistakes of my past that I made I made sure that I would not repeat in the future. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like exactly. Yeah. Girl, you yeah. you met me when I was single. Yeah, I did. I did. Was the- I, did. <laughs> I know. Like What you doing? Yeah.
0: How you doing?
1: Because I'm aggressive, mm-hmm. and I actually, I, I approached Tannis. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I'm I'm aggressive, so I.
0: Oh, I remember that story now that you say it. I remember. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yep. So, um, so yeah, so I definitely, you know, and, you know, God bless my man's heart because he definitely puts forth the effort to say, baby, you know, I want to make sure you're happy. What is going on? You cool? And I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. So much so that, that sometimes he's just like, hey, how you doing? You happy? And I'm like, yeah, I am. You know, it's yeah. kind of one of those, like, it's really cool. I yeah.
0: like it, yeah. So let's bring it back a little bit to uh, your entertainment life and how you got here. Okay. I talked to a friend of mine maybe about a week ago, and hmm, I always feel like I always say about a week ago. Like Even if it's more than a week ago, I'm like, about a week ago. Okay. So we were saying how, and I'm from Maryland, for those who don't know that I'm from Maryland, and she was like, man, you've really... It took a certain kind of character or a certain type of person to make that move from a state, from any state, from any place, any mm-hmm. country, mm-hmm. to move to a different state to pursue your dreams. Mm-hmm. And some people came out with $5. Some mm-hmm. people came out with 500 Some people had $5 million. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And she told me, she's like, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. That's not part of my character. And mm-hmm. that's not my makeup. But I can tell for you, she's like, you did it. And I'm always interested in figure or knowing other people's stories. So how did you do it? What was like that switch? Was it at birth and you came out like, L.A.? <laughs> you know, first word, L.A.? I don't know. Or maybe it was after college. <laughs> did your mom tell you, hey, you belong in L.A.? What was it?
1: Um, I'll say this. It, it's so funny because I just posted a picture on my Instagram um, like two <laughs> days ago. And my senior quote was, my senior quote, I was 17 years mm-hmm. old when I wrote this, was, they love me. They really love me. And I and, <laughs> and I have always had the, you know, um, the entertainment bug. Always. Even when I, I mean, this sounds really creepy. Don't, I don't care if you judge me. I don't, mm. care. I don't give a damn. Anyway. <laughs> like, whatever. I always felt like, you know, like I was on TV. Like, even I would do things when I was a little girl. Like, first of all, my bed was always made Because I was like, well, you know, I don't know. I just always felt like. You know, at any moment, somebody's going to come in with a camera and be like, we're ready for an interview with you now. Like
0: <laughs> <laughs> So our camera was ready. Makeup was beat at five. You know, hair was curled. She rested in, in this beautiful elegance. Is that what you're saying? So- <laughs> That's
1: how I felt. I always felt like. You know like you know like something something grand was about to happen and walk into my room, and I would need to put on a performance for someone at some time, ah. so my bed needed to be made, and my dolls needed to be put away <laughs> um, <laughs> um but i I fought it for so long, I fought it for many, many, many years, and um um uh, you know my mom, my mom is like my number one supporter, mm. my biggest supporter. Um, she was, I was very active in everything. I mean, you name it. I played every sport. I did every activity, you know, every, you know, every club there was to be in. My mom put me in it, um, very active, but I feel like that was just an outlet for the ultimate, you know, entertainment goal. But I was so scared to make the, like being an entertainer was just so unrealistic, Mm. you know, even though it was always like. Intrinsic in me, I just felt like it was just unrealistic, and so I had my dad, who's on the other side of the spectrum, who's um, he does taxes and is accounting, and for him it was like, no, you better get you a job, yeah. you better get you a business degree, and you better make some money because you ain't gonna make no money doing entertainment. So you know, unfortunately, you know, I, I, well, actually, fortunately, because there are benefits to having my degree and getting my degree, and um, you know, I was able to. Actually, the the courage that it takes to finish a degree program mm. is the courage you need mm. <laughs> to survive out here. To be perfectly honest, um, so I'm grateful for you know going to going to college. I'm not going to say actually I'm grateful for every moment because it led to this. But um, <clears throat> I just I fought it for many many years, and it wasn't until I was in graduate school and my graduate program at Florida M. Go Rattlers! Um, <laughs> and Doing a little shout out, right, I think, um, undergraduate Florida state. Yes. BCS uh-huh. champions, 2014. Anyway. Oh, okay. Um. So they're kind of good, kind of good. <laughs> so, um, I was in my graduate program and my sister's a reporter back mm-hmm. home in Tallahassee, Florida, and I never wanted to step on her toes because she was a reporter. So I felt like I had to do something different from her. Like, Oh, she's a reporter. So I studied public relations. But I auditioned for a homecoming reporter position um, for the homecoming uh, per, uh, homecoming uh, was it show. And they put my behind in front of that camera and every memory, every sense of joy, every, you know, glorious acting moment that I had when I was five years old in my room watching Lucy came back to me. And I was like, oh, this is the feeling this is is this what passion is? Mm. Because I had gone so many years without having it that I kind of didn't even recognize what it was anymore because I had started doing things out of obligation, out of, you know, I was in a business program out of obligation and I was in certain activities out of obligation and I did an internship out of obligation because this is what I had to Mm. do because that's what they told you you have to do. And, oh, and then I went and got a corporate job because that's what you're supposed to do after you finish Mm -hmm. college. And so, um, but anyway, so then, uh, so I was like that, that was, uh, the summer of 2008 when that happened, or oh, the the fall of 2008, I called my mom, I, I visited here for a week and I called my mom before I got on the plane and I said, I'm moving to LA. I moved to. I, she was like, I'm gonna help you pack when you get, when you get back. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. It's like, mama, you love me though, right? Are you doing this because you love me or are you trying to kick me out the house? What, what's our relationship here? I don't think I did anything wrong to you.
1: She's been trying to get me. Honestly, you know, sometimes people see something in you that you can't even see in yourself. Mm. And so my mom has been pushing me since I was a JIT. Uh, well, for you guys who aren't from the country, that means a young child.
0: Um. And I just nodded my head. I was like, yes, one of those. I have no idea. Maybe she will elaborate. I feel like this is something I should know, so I'm just going to say yes. So, okay, thank you for clearing that up for us.
1: You're welcome. I'm from the country, so every now and then certain slang comes out and when I when I kinda felt the I kinda felt Megan's vibe, like I don't know what that means.
0: I don't know what it means. I don't know. I don't know what it means, but maybe everyone else does and maybe deep down inside I am blonde and I just don't know. So I'm gonna shake my head, and I'm glad no one can see that, but KJ. But I'm admitting that I can confess.
1: <laughs>
0: so okay. So,
1: yeah. So yeah. So my mom, you know, she she saw something in me that I never, you know, that I didn't see in myself. She's been pushing me for years to do. She she was always like, do whatever you want to do. Do dream big. You can be whatever you want to be. She was that person. And um, you yeah, know, I didn't believe her. I was like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm, That's cute. And I, yeah, like okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. But now now I do. And everything, you know, everything that was spoken over my life is, you know, starting to come to fruition, you know, thank God. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. So,
0: yeah. So it seems like you've always known as a child that you liked entertainment, Mm -hmm. but maybe couldn't really pinpoint exactly what that meant. You know, it's like, oh, I want to be like Lucy, or I want to, I know there's a camera coming in here. What does that mean? So I think that's what it is. You always knew. It was in the entertainment business and it was for your mom or seeing that in you that she didn't, that you didn't know, but she knew it was inside. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So I'm going to throw a little curveball question for you. Oh, ah, no, no, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Since we're talking about your childhood, uh, what else did I put? Um, oh, no, this is as an adult too. If you could have a superpower, what superpower would you have and why?
1: Um, I think I would be, uh, I think that I would be super strong. Like, mm-hmm. I would be my size, but uber, like, uber, 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 uber strong. Uber duper? Uber
0: duper <laughs> strong. strong. Because
1: I feel like that's, how, in my mind, like, that's how I am. Like, in my, like, even, I mean, my boyfriend's, like, 220 pounds. He's, like, a bodybuilder. And I still like, oh, like I like, like I could take you down. I can,
0: I you down. Yeah, I can I flip like, you over if I wanted to. Yeah. I can't do it right now. But if I use this superpower that I wish I had, I can flip you over. I really Just know. try me one day and it will come. I will have it. I don't know when it will happen, but it will.
1: Absolutely. I have the, I have, you know, the, the girl version of, you know, little person's complex. And I'm not that little. I'm like 5'4". I'm average height for a girl, you know. Average weight, like one twenty, whatever, for a girl, whatever. And but in my mind, I'm like six foot seven, a smooth three hundred and thirty pounds. Huh? Like- <laughs> you said
0: a smooth, not a sloppy, not a you know floppy kind of person, but smooth, three hundred pounds. That's a big person.
1: I really do. Like I don't know where it comes from, but in my mind, I'm like gargantuan. Like just I just feel like that. Like I feel. I feel like a huge person, and I feel like if I had a superpower, it would be it would be strength, like indestructible. Nothing could, nothing could break me down, and I could lift things up, throw things, move mountains. You know, you know, you get the symbolism here. But
0: <laughs> you I figure love it? it. it you figured out. You figure it out. So when you're not found flipping your boyfriend and your 300 pound smooth body, <laughs> doing crazy superpower things. Where can people find you, or like, where are you hanging out? What like, what do you like to do in your spare time?
1: Okay. Um. Well, I love going to the movies. That that's one of my and p- popcorn is one of my ultimate like favorite foods. I have a, I have s- so many allergies and it's kind of stupid. So a lot of like desserts and things I'm allergic to. So popcorn is mm-hmm. my honorary dessert. Um. So I love going to the movies and I. I love having just a large popcorn and just munching. Movie hopping is grand. It's great for me. I love so you're
0: saying you steal movies?
1: No. Oh, you mean you go from one movie I to know, the next theater? Not, no, movie hopping? I No, I go to one movie and then I go out. And then I pay for my next ticket for the next movie.
0: Okay, I was just making sure. Because when you said movie hopping. Matinee only. I was Because you know, we've all done a movie hop the wrong way once or twice before. Not as an adult, but I'm saying when you said movie hop, I was like, I remember that. Okay, just making it sure. You kinda
1: in the not, business you can't steal movies. Okay. Don't steal movies. Yeah. Because one day it's gonna be put money in my pocket. But anyway. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um I love I love going to the movies. That's definitely a, a pastime of mine. I I'm kind of a homebody for the most part. Um, unless Megan's having a party, in which case I'll be there. Um, but, but she's, coming the <laughs> yeah, she's coming for the food. She's like, "Hey, Megan, where's the food?" <laughs> <laughs> um and um let's see, what else do I do? Oh, I like I like new experiences. I'm all about like if there's something like I oh my god, today actually, um, when I was on my phone today, unset. I was going through my phone. I have so many Groupons. I have a Groupon for paintball Mm -hmm. that I've never used. I had a Groupon for surfing. And so these, those are the things that I enjoy doing. Um, you know, luckily, luckily we have apps that give you them for 60% off. Mm -hmm. Um, so I definitely like doing, doing different things. I love theater. Um, I love, I love supporting friends. Most of my friends are entertainers, so I never really have to find something to do there's always like this weekend for instance is crazy with just supporting people and and um you know i have to pick and choose you know Mm -hmm. what because otherwise you know my goodness i'll be be out every night and i'll be be out out every i'll be dead broke so um we you know i try to you know support my goal we do date nights every friday and then my goal is to support a friend every week so we 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 have our love time and then we support someone we love every week so Mm -hmm. so yeah you can find me you can find me anywhere i will be in these streets looking cute so i'll be in
0: these streets dressed to the nines with my stilettos on face (laughs) beat yes a face beat hair flying in the wind i'm like is that kj i'm like does she have a fan following her why is the hair flowing i'm like let me find out who her fan provider is because i need one of those fans with me so, uh, KJ, if you do have a fan provider, if you do, if you do have that, please let me know because I feel like my hair can blow in the wind too if I have that fan. So, when you get that, you hook a sister up, and you either give it to me or I will buy it. I got okay, you. I
1: got you. <laughs> let me know. That's hilarious.
0: Oh man! So, what's something interesting, like a new fact, like something not involving entertainment? What's a Something that people probably wouldn't know about you. Maybe at five you went to the Olympics, you broke a world record, or oh,
1: I've, I've met both of my idols. Oh, I've met I've met both Beyonce and Oprah. And... Pause.
0: <laughs> I had to have a moment <laughs> because I love them both, and right now I just wish I was just my superpower was to live in your body when you met them. Please tell me about those experiences, please, because I did not, well, I think I knew about Oprah. Yeah. I think yeah. I saw that picture on Instagram, yeah. and that's why I love Instagram. So how did you meet my sister slash best friend, Beyonce? She'll one day get on this podcast, she just doesn't know it yet. So explain to me how that happened. Beyonce.
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay, so um, I was able to, at the time when backstage passes weren't a fortune, I was able to get some backstage passes for mm. a meet and greet with Beyonce. And it was like I we took a picture together, and in the picture I look like I'm on the verge of tears because I was. Yeah, because me too. Because it was just, it was glorious. It was glorious. Um, it was like, you know, maybe – A minute of time where not even it was maybe like thirty seconds where I was just hey my name is KJ and it was like okay take take a picture but in my mind it just felt like a lifetime yeah (laughs) she and she's listen she is that now this was oh this was maybe you know eight years ago Mm. and she was perfection. Eight years ago. Know, so imagine how she is now. Like, I just can't even imagine what what she looks like now, like, in real life. So, but we, we'll meet her. Yeah. We're going to be best friends. She don't know it yet. Yeah. But.
0: That's how I feel. So yeah. we, we all three going to be we, best yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. She sorry. just, she'll, she, as soon as she meets me and sees you again, she's going to be like, oh, my gosh, where have you been? Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I've been here the whole time, B. Like, I've been here. And your kindred spirit. Yeah, like, we're BFFs now. So she'll know that when she realizes it. Not in a stalker, creepy kind of way, but like, what best friends do. We'll yeah. do best friend things. Yeah, yeah. You know? So she'll know that. Yeah. Don't worry, Beyonce. I'm, I'm there. I'm still here. <laughs> now, tell us about Oprah. Because obviously, oh, they don't God. know how you met Oprah. Oh, my God. I want to know she probably gave you so many nuggets. Just in her presence, I feel like touching her. I feel like on her arm, I would know something.
1: Oh my gosh! Okay, I, I have to tell this story. I have to. I have to start from the beginning. So I was in Atlanta shooting for a show, and um, I was I was in a hotel called the Intercontinental. And Drake talks bad about this hotel. He said we do not stay at the Intercontinental, but we do. Okay, but we do. and Oprah does too. So I suggest you do the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, I was on the phone with my little brother and my, my call time was like maybe like 10 o'clock, but I was up, I I used to wake up super early. I go to bed at like 10, I wake up at like six, I'm I'm an early riser. And, um, I was on the phone with my brother and I was just like, I don't think I'm gonna go to the gym. And he was like, you need to go to the gym. He was like, go to the gym. And I was like, I can go when I get off, you know, when I can go tonight afterwards. But I was sitting around in my hotel, and it was just I was just like don't I don't really watch TV, so I had read my little book and I had done you know everything that I could to busy my mind before my call time, and I was like let me just go to this gym for like thirty minutes, and then I'll take a shower and do all that. So I go to the gym, and before I leave, I'm at the ab work. I'm doing like my abs, and I'm like okay, I'm about to get out of here in a second. I'm on the floor, and then in my peripheral, how do you say that word? Peripheral? Yes. (laughs) I have a problem think with the I
0: think you said it right, but then you said something just really hard in the word. And I'm like, that sounds right, but it sounds a little strange. I'm not going to say it because I feel like I'm going to butcher it too. Okay. But let's in just,
1: my side vision. In your side
0: vision. We know what side vision is. We know what peripheral. That's
1: it. That's it. That word. Yeah,
0: I'm not going to say it again, no, but you okay, get it. You get it.
1: So, in that vision... I saw the Queen, and I was like, I'm, I'm sleepy, because I, I had on my glasses. I didn't even take off my glass. Like I wear glasses, I wear contacts, but like I was so not wanting to go to the gym that I had to force myself to just walk out of the door. Because if I had given myself one more excuse to stay in my hotel room, I would have stayed. So I just walked out of the door. I had on my glasses, and so I was like, Wait, is that the Queen? <laughs> the, <laughs> is that the, that the queen? queen of America? <laughs> Y'all don't the, queen I, I, I Oprah, the Queen of America. Not over the Queen
0: like of America. Queen of America? Elizabeth, but of America. <laughs> you said Queen Elizabeth of America <laughs> is Oprah. Okay, I like that. I'm gonna start calling her that. Beyonce is my best friend. <laughs> Oprah is, is, the the queen. Queen. Got it. is the Queen. Got okay. it.
1: So, um, so I was like, I, I I looked, and it was. I mean, I was an out of body experience because I feel like in my conscious mind. I would have been like, no, she's at the, you know, she's just walking in the gym. Like, don't bother her. You know how? I mean, mm-hmm. we're in LA. There's mm-hmm. celebrities all the time. We see them all the time. And but we, not
0: Oprah.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. But we, it, here we're just like, don't bother them, especially if it's not somebody you know. You're like, oh, okay, that's cool. That mm-hmm. you know, I see this person right here next to me, or I just mm-hmm. got introduced to this person. But my my subconscious mind said. Miss Oprah, can you please take a picture with me? Oh my god, please, I will never bother you again. I probably just need a picture. Please, 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 please. And I looked at her, um, the guy who was escorting her. She didn't have a bodyguard or nothing. Just like the hotel concierge, just showing her around. And I was like, Sir, can you please take a picture of us? Like I didn't I asked her, but I kind of did not even wait for a response. I handed him my Damn. phone. <laughs> I handed the guy my phone. And she was like, She was like, um, and he is so good because <clears throat> He took more than one photo. He took five. Mm. And I was like, you know what? You get brownie points in my book. He, I should have tipped him because, you know, most men, you give them a phone, they'll take one picture, and you're like, come on. And your head's
0: cropped off. Or yeah. half your body's not on there. And you're like, wait, I didn't say take a picture of our breasts. Exactly. Can I get my face in the picture? I can't say, look, my breast It's my breasts. Those are my breasts in the picture with Oprah's breasts. We're like, okay, sure, crazy lady. Sure they are.
1: First picture, I had my glasses on, and I took them off. And then I, you know, I, I took more pictures with her. But I was, it was, it was surreal. She was like, "Yeah, it's fine here, you know." And she just, she had her arm around my waist, like it, she was just my auntie or something. It was really amazing. Uh. So the next day, um, I was in Atlanta, and my family's from Tallahassee, so my fam- my sister and my mom came up to visit me in Atlanta. And when my mom and my sister found out that she was staying in the hotel, we staked out. <laughs> We staked out to find her. It was an adventure. It was so fun. I told you my mom supports me in anything I do. And I support Uh. her the same way. And she was like, I'm going to meet Oprah. I'm going to meet Oprah. And so we literally sat around and waited for Oprah for like two hours. Because we heard that she was going to be at some restaurant.
0: Oh, my gosh. Your mom was like, no, we're going to meet her. (laughs) I know we're starving right now.
1: Seek and you shall find, you hear me? No, that's my true. Head, the door shall be open. And she did. And, the, and Oprah was like, I remember you from the gym. And I was
0: like. She, Oprah remembers <laughs> me. <laughs> Oprah remembers me. It was me. so funny.
1: It was like, I think she touched my mom. And it was just like, it was great. It was great. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: I couldn't was, even imagine. Girl, it
1: was amazing.
0: I feel like I would probably shut down and act like a five year old and then, like, oh, okay, that's not normal. Maybe I shouldn't behave that way. It's
1: probably very normal to her, though. Yeah. It's probably very normal because she is, she's amazing. She's inspired so many people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's ridiculous. I don't know. She's, she's glorious.
0: Yeah, she is. Yeah. When do you think for you, like, when you get to Oprah status, when is Oprah status for you when you feel like I've, cre- I've gotten to my success? This is success for me, and now I am happy. Not saying, like, okay, now it's time for me to go, but when do you think you've had success in your career and your life?
1: I think when when I give someone the feeling that Oprah gave to me, like, she just she's inspiring. And when I could just say that I've helped other people, like a significant amount of other people, I feel like, like, she's built a school for girls in Africa, and she's given away so much. Like, when I feel like I could just give so much of myself, like, I feel like that'll be the moment that I could say I've made it. And I don't think there's a dollar amount associated with it, but... When people, and, you know, you start to see it now. I'm sure people contact you and they're like, oh, my gosh, you inspire me. You know, how did you do it? Mm-hmm. How did you, I, I've been thinking about it. I want to move, but what do I do? I don't know. You know, those moments really, like, make me feel like, you know, I'm doing something with my life. I'm inspiring another human being, you know. And, you know, I could be, I mean, when it, you know, two years ago, a year ago, when I was dead broke. And people were calling me. That's the only steam I had to keep going, to be perfectly honest, because I was like, I'm out of here. I can't do this anymore. This, you know, this industry is hot. You know, you know things were not going my way. And I was just like, this is not okay. I'm mm-hmm. out of here. And mm-hmm. then you get that phone call and someone's like, you inspire me. I, I've, I've been thinking about making the move for three years. I've been thinking about making the move for 10 years. I've been thinking about, and you're like, Okay, you know what I'm gonna say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like maybe I'm doing something right here, <laughs>
1: like, right? Oh, okay. You remember how far you know? Because we have this, we have this appetite for you know for success or fame or whatever, what have you. And but sometimes it's just about like my little cousins. Like I had no one to, you know, entertainment was never feasible for me because no one in my immediate circle or family was in entertainment so it was like everybody was a teacher or you know government worker or worked at you know in sales or something like that so those were the feasible opportunities for me but when my little cousin calls me and she's like you know what i'm going to change my degree i'm going to do theater or i'm going to i'm trying out for my other little cousin goes i'm trying out for american idol Mm -hmm. i would have never thought to try out for american Idol. you know why because nobody in my family that was not something that was it was like what no but they they call me, and they're like, you know, because of you, I. Mm. And that is the most powerful thing in the world. So I think um, I'll feel like I've made it when I've helped a significant amount of people, when I've built a legacy and a, a, built a name and a reputation for myself of inspiring a generation. Mm-hmm. Oprah has inspired a generation. You know, generations. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom is inspired by her. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think that that will be the point where I can say, I've made it, but I don't. I don't think there's like a dollar amount or anything associated with it because money comes, money goes. You
0: know, mm-hmm. that's yeah. true. You know, another person who I admire and you've had the chance to work with her is Angela Bassett. Oh my gosh. And I met her when she saw a show that I was in, and when I saw her, well, someone told me Angela's in the audience, and this is right before I'm about to go out. I said, "Oh, oh really? God. You're gonna tell me this didn't before?" And I said, oh, okay, Megan. Oh, focus, Megan. Focus. Don't go on stage and start looking and forget your lines. And then when I met her, she was a beautiful person. Mm -hmm. And I mean beautiful not on the outside because she is beautiful on the outside, Mm -hmm. but beautiful on the inside. Mm -hmm. And she told me, she was like, you know, wonderful work. I really enjoyed the show. And I said, oh, okay. I feel like I peed a little bit. I'm not going to tell her, but hopefully I really didn't, and I'm just really excited in that sweat, and I feel like I'm sharing, but I I didn't on the – okay, guys, I really didn't pee on myself. I didn't, but she's a person that I admire, and I think that she is a beautiful person inside. Mm -hmm. And not only is she talented, but she has so much that she offers. Mm -hmm. Now, how was that working with her for the Whitney story as her directing it? I know she. I want to say that's her directorial debut, mm-hmm. so that's a whole new hat that she's wearing, and she's also being very vulnerable and
1: mm-hmm.
0: telling she a story. Yes, mm-hmm. of her telling the story of someone that she has a relationship with, or she had a relationship mm-hmm. with. So, how was that working with her?
1: Um, Angela Bassett was so laid back. Mm. She, you talk about creative liberties and freedom. Like I, I'm already a big personality. I've been told to tone it down. I I get told to tone down all the time, but mm-hmm. I I rather go hard and then you bring me back I down than not I, have. To. I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But Angela was like, no, bigger, more. She was like, this is who you are. Like she was just so real because I I played like you know kind of like a uh like a uh, the girlfriend of like a dope a uh, you know like a, a bad dude. You know mm-hmm. he wasn't like a good. A good dude who's kind of hard and tough, and like, man, you know that kind of thing, and she was just like bigger, you know, bigger, 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 big, you kiss him, kiss him, like I was just like, Oh okay, it didn't say that in the in the script. Well, I'm
0: looking at my <laughs> script, and I think I know I'm off book I worked on my lines you it doesn't okay, I'll do it, but i'm just I'm following what I was given, but I'm gonna do it because you said to do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it it was it was great. I mean, just that that she just gave me so much freedom, and she's she's an actor's director, and that she gives you the validation that you need to know that you're doing it right. But she also, you know, lets you know exactly what she wants. Like she was, you know, like when we were doing this, thing, She was like, "Here, get a cigarette." You know, and she's just so real. Like she wasn't like, "Um, KJ, do you?" Mind?
0: Mm. No way. <laughs> but see, I don't even like people like that in real life. I can't. <laughs> if you are... No, I just don't like people who just pacify themselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or second guess themselves. Like, you're either say it. Mm-hmm. Spit it out. Tell me. Mm-hmm. What do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. What do you see happening? Because mm-hmm. if you don't speak up, yeah. I'm not going to know what you want. Or if you're not going to get what yeah. you want out of out of life in general if you don't speak up. I agree. So I I don't see her as pacifying, Oh, KJ, it'd be kinda cool if maybe Yeah you did that.
1: Well, I didn't know what to expect Mm -hmm. because like you said, it was her first time. So, you know, I wasn't sure if she was gonna be like, Well, let me just, you know, kinda Mm -hmm. you know, just let them do their thing and then but she was just very like she was like, Okay. She like she would bring me into a like a little powwow, like, Okay, you know what, this is what we gonna do. And then she would just she would come up with like the most like brilliant. Ideas mm. and it, we did that scene like a lot, and it was I only had one scene, but whoop whoop! I was still hey, like, I was you gonna, in it? You in we it? We did it a lot, and it was just we had so much to work with because it was like doing improv all over again. Mm. Like every time we did it, I did something different, and it was just really fun, fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was great. She was great. She's amazing. Like you said, she's beautiful, mm. and you know, I, I you know, I, the, the, the goal for me is that people can say that about me. You know what I mean? Like, she was just, she was graceful, she was elegant, she was classy, she was professional. She was, I mean, just all these things, you know, and I was just looking at her like, you have been in this business for all these years. And you, I mean, she still got it. Mm-hmm. She's still whatever that it is, she still got it. She's not jaded. She's not a diva. She's mm-hmm. not you know. She wasn't bitchy. And you know, one thing you'll know or I can share about that role is I actually went into audition for another role. There was another role in the in the film, and there were they called me. My, my agent was like, "You didn't you didn't get it, but Angela liked your tape." That she's going to give you another role. Mm. She's gonna, yeah, she was like, she liked your tape so much that she's gonna give you another role. And I was just grateful and honored that I felt hand selected, you know, for that, you know.
0: So you didn't actually audition for the role that you did, you auditioned for something else. else, And she just said, I'm going to cast you in this other Mm -hmm. role. Yeah. So that's another thing to listen on the podcast too is like, hey, sometimes you go in for one audition and you may not fit for that audition. Mm -hmm. But within that same project, Mm -hmm. there's another opportunity for you. Or even something else completely Mm -hmm. different that you have no idea. Mm -hmm. I know I've been in for a casting director multiple times. I'm like, man, when is it gonna happen? And, or when am I gonna book this part or with them? Mm -hmm. And it's only a matter of time. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Someone bigger than me Mm -hmm. knows what that is, Mm -hmm that I don't know. And we all know who he is. Hopefully you do. If you don't, you need to know him, (laughs) G-O-D. So, but these are these opportunities that you can't get frustrated about. You can't beat yourself up about because these things are happening when they're supposed to happen for you. And you could get so attached to this one role. And I think we all do that. Or this one project and say, man, I really want to do this. But that project may not be for you. Mm -hmm. Or that role, that aspect in it may not be for you. Maybe it's something else. Mm -hmm. And you learn. In that situation, it happens. And I know initially you probably were like, oh, I didn't get that part. And then when he said no, it's something else, and you're like, oh, okay, ooh, roller coaster. Wait, <laughs> can you say it in one breath? And I know he probably or she didn't say it in one breath. Oh, you didn't get this one right, but you got this. <laughs>
1: they didn't
0: say it in one breath. Yeah, I it's like know. no, you got to do it in one breath. You got to say all in one, so I don't freak out. And it happens though, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you know you have to give your all and give your best every single time because you never know. Leave
1: it in there and leave it, and let it go. Yeah. You got to let it go. You mm-hmm. know, like you. You know, I, I, that's, Honestly, that's when I saw a turnaround in my life and in my career when I stopped being so um, connected and attached to the outcome. You give 100% and then you leave. Mm-hmm. And then you say, you know what, I did my best. And you don't get down and oh. you don't, you know, like you said, I, I, I honestly, you know, one thing that helped me the most is realizing that casting directors are rooting for you. Rooting, they want you to. They want, they want you to be the one, so they can stop mm-hmm. the session and go mm-hmm. home, mm-hmm. and they can move, or they can move to another role, or you know, whatever. They mm-hmm. don't want to have a session for a week. They want to find the one and keep, and it, keep it going. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're rooting for you to win. And sometimes, like you said, there, you know, there are things beyond you know our control, but the things that we can control. Is you know our professionalism and our um, being prepared and just delivering a hundred percent, and then moving on mm-hmm. and just let it go, you know. So, I I agree with you a hundred percent. You you never know when when the next. When, and that's not that's not the first time that's happened mm-hmm. to me. It's the second time that that's happened to me where I got something else. And they were like, oh, you didn't get the lead. You didn't get that. But you know what? We gave you two lines. And I'm like, I'll take it.
0: Two lines I'll is better than that. no lines. Yeah. Lines.
1: Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So you know, and, and hum- you know, it's great. You know, it's not. It's not even humbling. It's, I'm grateful for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, I'll take that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But I know the bigger picture. I know ultimately what what I want my goal to be. But I'm not gonna get down about working. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. So, but I agree. Completely yeah. yeah
0: so what's next? I mean, Whitney just aired this Saturday, mm-hmm. so what's your next project? Do you have anything lined up right now or in, or it, what's what's next for KJ at the beginning of this year?
1: What is next for kj well um I'm, we're still shooting black boots, mm-hmm. so um, I think the final two episodes are coming up black boots TV. Um, you can follow and we're way. getting Black
0: Boots on here for another episode. So I was like, should I touch on Black Boots a lot? But we're going to have the cast of Black Boots. They should be watching or listening to this. Not watching it. Exactly. But uh, yes. listening. So get ready because your time will come. And I'm trying to figure out how many people I can bring on board. Because, Gino, be like- you got a lot. So we might have to have this, like, a two-part session. I don't know. But we're going to bring KJ back for that, too. So, yeah. So tell us a little bit about Black Boots or a little bit about, you know,
1: um, oh well, Black this is very interesting. Um, I personally did not pledge for the traditional, um, for the Divine Nine, uh-huh. but um, <laughs> I was in an honors fraternity and I'm a business fraternity. And um, so I do, un- I understand the pledging experience just from a different perspective. Um, but it's, it's a show that's really great because it talks about the drama and the you know, the ups and downs of sorority life at a college um, Brooks University shout out to Gino Brooks um, so it's it's very it's oh my gosh it's very like oh it will leave you on an emotional roller coaster. there's romance there's mm-hmm. laughter there's you know there's drama there's drugs there's mm-hmm. you know sisterhood and brotherhood and Domestic abuse and just every topic that one could go through. And you think, ah, oh, it's just college. But my goodness. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, when I was in school, people were going through that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. And, you, you know, to see it on screen is like, oh, oh, my gosh, that's too real. So um, great show. Um, please subscribe. Um, Where can we
0: watch it? Where can we watch Black it's,
1: Boots? <laughs> it's um, uh, it's on YouTube. It's uh, well, it's, uh What's I, I don't know the actual – the actual YouTube of oh, the YouTube channel the YouTube channel but you can just go on YouTube and look up black boots TV and you'll find it um, so that's coming out uh, cheap chicks of course is my own uh, show with my best friend Victoria Sanders we are um, shooting more well we have more content that shall be released later this year um, cheap tricks for the everyday modern sheep chick <laughs>
0: She She can't even say the whole thing. (laughs) Whose thing is this? Is this really your thing? I'm confused. I'm
1: used to having (laughs) my other half with me to say the rest of it. I'm not used to saying all of it by myself. She's like, where are
0: you? Uh, I can't say. So let's just say it. Let's break it down word for word.
1: It's cheap tricks for the everyday modern chic chick. And that's very hard. Yeah, we're gonna have to come up with another tagline. Anyway, that's the thing about having your own you can do what you want You can so change it up flip it up and reverse it, it Um, so that's coming out. We're gonna be working with the 99 cent stores some more, which is really awesome Um, that's an amazing platform to be on We We're looking forward to infinity and beyond with that books merchandise everything cheap chicks um, I you'll well, I can't say what commercial I have coming out, but um, but you shot a commercial shot a today. Commercial today. Um, I have one more shoot day next week, so um, we're going to be finishing that up. And usually these commercials have a really quick turnaround time, so we'll that'll be out soon. Um, and then you know, I just it's pilot season, so mm-hmm. let's I'm trying to get a series regular or some guest star goes. Amen. I what I Amen. Can get. Hey, hey, hey.
0: <laughs> Two lines, one line, <laughs> three lines. I'll take a line. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's that's all that I believe that I am going on right now.
0: But yeah, in the McDonald's commercial.
1: Oh, the McDonald's that's commercial. on. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. That's on. Yep. Yeah, that um. That's hopefully we get some airtime during that Super Bowl. Mm, hmm. That's it's gonna, gonna be, be a nice little check.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, Super Bowl check.
1: Yes. Um. Uh. McDonald's has a new dollar menu. So uh. You know. Get that. Get, get some items off the menu. I don't know if Megan supports that because she's all healthy living, healthy lifestyle. <laughs> but,
0: but it's a, a cheap trick.
1: It is a cheap it? trick. Yeah. So the cheap chicks support it. Um. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just don't do the dollar menu every
1: day, all day. Well, they have salads on the dollar menu. So, so you could a do a salad. salad. Do a salad. No ranch dressing. Mm-hmm. Um, balsamic vinaigrette or something like that. Um, <laughs> but, there you go. Keep it healthy. <laughs> yeah. See, there are ways to eat healthy for for less. But um, yeah. So the McDonald's commercial is is out right now. Oh, oh. Okay. So um, Tamala Mann and David Mann have a new show that's coming out. Um, I do not know when it's coming out, but I have a guest star on one of their episodes, which. Remember that the, what I told you happened to me before where I didn't get the role that I went in for Mm -hmm. and they ended up giving me another role and I'm so grateful for them because, um, you know, not only did they end up giving me another role, but they ended up writing a larger part for me once I got on set and finished my first scene. So, um, just, you know, just grateful for the opportunities and just blessed really, um, for what's to come. I'm, I'm completely open to 2015 and infinity and beyond. And, um, hopefully there'll be a lot of things that I can share, um, coming up.
0: All right. All right. And where can we find you on social media? Cause you know, social media is where it's at. So your Twitter, your Instagram, your Facebook, all that.
1: I, I would like to give a, um, disclaimer that I am a social media connoisseur. Um <laughs> yes. I was gonna say whore, but I didn't want to say like, that. No, it's like I'm, not a, I'm not a whore. Not a whore. But I do like I do like social media. If you reach out to me on social media, I will respond back. I I you know, I think it's great. I I, I don't honestly, you know, in my in my goals and I always speak about about who I am and who I wanna be I want to be the celeb that talks to people and gets people's interactions. And, you know, and I I love that. I I love speaking to people and finding out what's going on and getting different perspectives. And I love the show of love and support. And you end up sending love back. And love is just a beautiful thing to share. You know, Mm -hmm. people you don't even know, you're sending them love like, oh, congratulations. You see a tweet like, oh, I just got a new job. Congratulations. I don't Mm -hmm. even know you, bro. You're in Dubai somewhere, but congrats! Like mm-hmm. that's a great thing. Like I always, you know, when I see things like that, I'm always like, oh yay! congratulations! So like, yeah, because um, people need that. You know, it's 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 a beautiful thing. But um, you can find me on Twitter at Ms like Miss KJ Smith, and the same on Instagram Ms at Ms KJ Smith, and um, uh, Facebook the same Ms. KJ Smith. Okay. All of it is the same. And follow me. And I ain't going to say I'll follow you back because I ain't going to lie. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. But I may follow back. I may follow. I follow a lot of people back. I do. I do. But I ain't okay. making no guarantees. Because uh, I can't I'm guarantee. I'm not a liar. <laughs> I shall not lie.
0: Yeah, because some people post a lot of stuff that maybe you're not interested, I'm not in, interested in. But they're interested in you. Yeah. And, and that's okay. That's how it is. And it's not bad. a bad thing. It's no. not a bad thing.
1: No, and that's okay. And, and yeah, I agree. I like some pictures, though. I'll tell you that. I like some pictures, retweet and favorite some stuff.
0: Yeah, I'll do the same. <laughs> you know, there are some people that I, you know, I will follow, and there are some people who post maybe way too much or mm-hmm. just stuff that I'm not interested in. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'll still like it. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you the like. I yeah. might even comment for a few pictures. I might even say, oh, lol, that was funny, or oh, that's cute, or oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> but I may not follow you, Yeah. but I may follow you too. You never know. Yeah, you never it's a case know. by case situation.
1: So that's why I don't make any promises. <laughs> I'm not going to be, you know, people are like, I follow back. No, I can't guarantee that. Yeah. My spirit is too sensitive. I need to, I need to put things in my spirit. And that's I need true. My spirit
0: yeah. And there are some I'm things serious. you just don't need. Things
1: I don't need in my spirit and it's nothing personal. It's just, I, I know what I need for myself and my life and I choose not to, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever.
0: I like that. I like that. (laughs) Well, that will complete our podcast. Thank you so much, KJ, for coming on. Yes, I will. I will definitely. We have to stay updated and see what else is going on. Because like you said, it's pilot season. It's a brand new year. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a new day. Every day is new. So you never know in this business. Things change every day. So with that said, like I said, thank you again for coming. And I am Megan Weaver, and you can find me on Instagram at Megan A. Weaver, M-E-G-A-N, That's gonna be A. Weaver. One, right? I don't know if I'm going to change it. I don't know. Well, I'm changing it personally, Yeah. but, but then professionally, find- I don't know if I could do it for as he's staring at me, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, for SAG, I'm registered. As- I don't know if you could change that for SAG and stuff, Oh. but I don't know. Oh, we'll figure that out, I guess, when that comes, and changing Twitter and Instagram. When is that
1: coming? What's the date?
0: Oh, we're still planning, still brainstorming, so, yeah. So many different options, so many different things to think about. Yeah. So that's a marriage, by the way. I know. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm ending the podcast, and all of a sudden, the roles have been reversed. What's going on here? The
1: people want to know. The people need to know. Uh,
0: I have no idea, okay? (laughs) It's so much to plan in so many different locations and everything. Yeah. So well in due time. Okay. Yeah. But I'll keep you posted. Please. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave you guys my Instagram, Megan A Weaver. Twitter is Bacon Eaton Megan. Bacon, like the bacon, and Eaton E A T E A T I N Megan. And Facebook, Megan Weaver. And I have a fan page and a personal page. If you follow me or friend me, I'll friend you on both. And those I will actually follow you back on or friend on Facebook. All right, thank you so much, guys, and I will talk to you soon. Have a great day. Until next time on Water and Wine Time with Megan, love, life, and entertainment. Bye.